Hi, this is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And uh, in this episode, I wanted to talk about a form of communication called nonviolent communication. And it was created by a guy named Marshall Rosenberg, who has a PhD. Uh, he was the founder and director of the educational services for the Center for Nonviolent Communication. Um, he wrote the book, Nonviolent Communication, uh, which sold over a million copies. Um, yeah, okay, so first thing, why I chose this topic, I had an episode of my podcast and blog and YouTube show where I talked about, um, you know, the kind of people you should date, and I like people with really good communication skills, or tact is a word I used. Um, tact is knowing what to say and knowing when to say it. And um, my sister, uh, who's awesome, she said, you know, she listened to my podcast, she really liked it, but she said, tact can be kind of hard. And I was like, absolutely, I, I cannot agree with that more. Tact and communication skills can be actually pretty tough. So I don't want to, I'm not saying that communication, like healthy communication skills, uh, I'm not saying it's easy, but I, I know for me, ideally, like when I, like I'm at the moment, I'm happily single, but whoever I marry, that's my end game eventually when I write the uh, meet the right person, and for me, the right woman, uh, yeah, I'd want them to have healthy communication skills, and that's something I've been working on uh, my whole life. So, and so when my sister brought that up, it made me think of something called nonviolent communication. Um, the name can be, I've just found some people who find the name of the this form of communication um that they found it off-putting or whatever uh but um the reason it's called nonviolent communication is basically it's sort of in light of like Martin Luther, Martin Luther King Jr how he be- believed in nonviolence right um so that's why it uses that phrase um and so when I was 24 years old, I'm now 37 years old, but when I was 24 years old, I moved uh, out here uh, to California from Virginia, and yeah, so I was 24 years old, and I got a job. Uh, I was a caregiver for a guy who had Parkinson's disease. Um, anyway, uh, and he, like, uh, with all due respect to him, and hey, he had Parkinson's, which totally sucks, but... He was like an angry, angry dude. <laughs> I'm laughing because I guess laughing makes me feel better, but he, he was a really angry guy. Um, and and I, I felt a lot of empathy for him, of course. Eventually, I had to kind of move on from that job so I didn't have to deal with all the anger, um, especially towards me, the person who's trying to help him. So... But, but I'm, I mean, I understand, uh, of course I empathize with him, um, having Parkinson's cause that totally sucks. So, but, but anyway, he's the one who, who actually told me about nonviolent communication and he said, it's a great way to communicate and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, so why don't you use it? <laughs> I didn't say that to him. I thought, I thought it, but anyway, uh, nothing but, but empathy and prayers for him, of course. And yeah, but anyway, but as far as uh, nonviolent communication, so I read the book and the book was really good. I watched the documentary. The documentary was really great. And then I went to like this support group thing where it's centered around nonviolent communication. And so once, once I did that, I, uh, 
yeah, once I participated in all those things, um, I don't know. I feel comfortable at least explaining what nonviolent communication is. Um, I I think you have to be certified to like teach it. So I'm not like teaching it. I'm just explaining what it is. I just want to give it a little, I want to give it props. You know what I mean? Because I have been using it since I was 24 years old and it works for me at least. And it doesn't, um, sorry, sorry folks. I think I'm a little tired, but, um, one second. Yeah, so with nonviolent communication, um, you don't necessarily have to use it, like, all the time. And I don't use it all the time in, like, every conversation I have. But when you have to sit down and have, like, not difficult conversations, but when you have to, like, sit down and talk about your emotions with someone you're in a relationship with, like, if it's a real friendship or if it's, like, you know, a deep friendship or, like, a romantic relationship where you're both fully invested, that kind of thing then I, I really suggest it. It's a great way to communicate. Um, and so, but you don't have to use it when you're at the grocery store buying some chips or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Um, so yeah, I do want to explain what it is, at least the basics, because I actually think it's quite simple in a way. It's not easy, but it's simple. Um, and nonviolent communication can be broken up into four steps. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, for, so the, for the first step is, is, step one is observation. So an action has to have, uh, have occurred, and you're just going to state what that action is. So the example I used in my YouTube video was just like, uh, let's say I'm dating Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay, so for fun, let's say I'm dating Wonder Woman. And let's say Wonder Woman forgot to, like, call me or something. I mean, no biggie, but let's use a very silly example. All right, so... If Wonder Woman, let's say Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman said she called me and she forgot to call me this past Friday. Okay, so the observation is you just state the action. You say, uh, hey, Wonder Woman, uh, you know, you forgot to call me this past Friday. And that's the action. You're just stating an action. You're not even blaming. You're just explaining the action. All right, so that's step one. Step two is feelings. And this is where you communicate the feelings you felt when an action occurred. And here's the thing. Um, and this is the thing I like about nonviolent communication. Uh, feelings aren't, feelings just are, right? So with nonviolent communication, you don't, you don't gaslight, you don't dismiss what someone's feeling. And, and having said that, also when you, you state your feelings, you're not projecting your emotions onto someone. Uh, you're not blaming someone for your emotions. You're just explaining what you're just explaining the emotions you felt when an action occurred. So in this this example, so step one is observation, step two is feelings. So you would say, uh, let's say I'm dating Wonder Woman. <laughs> okay, uh, Wonder Woman, when you forgot to call me this past Friday, I felt sad. And that's it, right? That's all you have to say, especially if you're in a relationship with a safe person and ideally you're in a relationship with a safe person. That's what you say. And and um and that's okay. You know what I mean? Uh okay. It's okay to feel what you're feeling cuz people feel the feelings they feel. <laughs> and listen, there's tons of psychology books that show like we we can actually control what we feel. We have a lot of control over what we feel. Um uh, so just want to put that out there, but, it, but having said that, it's okay to feel the emotions we feel. Um, okay, so that's step two. Uh, so step one, an, an 
you make an observation. Step two, you talk about the feelings you felt when an action occurred. And then step three is needs and values. So, uh, and this is where you explain like your philosophy or your needs in life or, and it, it gives some context to the person you're talking to so they can understand why a certain action might have uh, triggered a certain emotion, right? Okay, so here's the example. So Wonder Woman forgot to call me. <laughs> here's the, all right, so uh, Wonder Woman, when you forgot to call me this past Friday, I felt sad because I value and need open communication and reliable communication. And so, and that's why you're explaining why the emotion occurred to, to, and ideally your friends or partners with someone who's safe and who's empathetic. So when they hear that, ideally they're going to get some context like, oh, you value open communication. Oh, you value reliability, right? So it, it helps them understand where you're coming from. All right. So you got feelings, values, uh, oh, oh, you got observation, step one, step two, feelings, step three, needs and values. And step four, this is my favorite part, is a request, a call to action. And I really, really like this like a lot. Okay. So, um, and the reason I like this is when someone kind of talks about what they're feeling, um, like, if I was, you know, I, I haven't dated in a while, but still, if I was dating someone or friends with someone and they feel sad, there's a part of me that, like, oh, what can I do? How can I help? You know, that kind of thing. Like, I kind of would want some sort of call to action. And and not that, you know, someone's emotions aren't necessarily my responsibility. However, you know, if I'm dating someone or friends with someone or what have you, and I'm engaging in actions that are hurtful to them, and I don't even realize it, I would want to know so I can change those actions, right? Okay, so step four is requests. So this is the call to action. Um, you give the person a request or, or a call to action. So here's the example. Um, Wonder Woman, when you forgot to call me this past Friday, I felt sad because I value healthy communication healthy communication and reliability. So I request that you uh, call me. <laughs> okay, that's my kind of like arbitrary example where in my opinion, the stakes are kind of low. Wonder Woman's busy. She's saving the world. You know what I mean? But but I kind of get it like, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that that's my little example. Um, and so... This is a very easy, quote unquote, as far as the steps. Um, this is a very easy way, way and a very rudimentary way for you to just communicate your emotions. Um, and it's important to communicate those with, with people you love so that you have this honest, open, awesome relationship. Okay, so I'm going to talk about three reasons why I like nonviolent communication. Uh, step one, I find nonviolent communication to be a great way to understand and express your emotions. So what really resonated with me about nonviolent communication is it champions empathy. And what it is, is you don't gaslight people. You don't dismiss people for what they're feeling. You know, people are, it's okay for people to feel what they feel. If someone feels angry, and you know what, um, I realized growing up as a child, I had been gaslit a lot. 
<laughs> and I'm laughing to make myself feel better. Um, and I'm okay. I'm an adult. I'm 37 years old. I'm doing great in life. But I just realized I wasn't shown a lot of empathy as a child. And that's okay. I, as an adult, show myself as a child empathy. But I realize why I love that nonviolent communication champions empathy. And the idea behind nonviolent communication is you feel empathy like all the time for everybody or anybody who's in pain. Guess what? Almost everybody and anybody is in pain or struggling or going through something in their lives because we're all here on planet Earth together. Now, I am an arbitrary optimist. I know there's so much good in the world. I know there's so much good in humankind. I definitely believe in that. Uh, but I also know how painful and tough the world can be. And right now it's coronavirus. So this is, we're in a world pandemic. Uh, and this sucks. And I'm keeping everyone on the front lines in my prayers. I'm keeping all victims in my prayers. But for a lot of us, life as we know it has changed. And, uh, and it sucks. But also, um, but, but anyway, uh, oh, yes, talking about I am an arbitrary optimist, but, but I love the idea of showing empathy towards everybody as far as what they're going through because, like, everybody has been through something. Everyone's had their heart broken, give or take, or everyone's felt lonely or et cetera, et cetera. So if someone's just in pain, and honestly all of us are in some way, so to speak, I'm always going to empathize with that, you know, um, because ideally my personal mantra is love, joy, and kindness, that we should all be loving and kind and joyful towards each other. Um, but, but I'm never going to tell someone that their emotions are wrong. Like, oh, you shouldn't be feeling that. That's just not how, that's not how emotions work. And, and, and I, since I champion love, joy, and kindness, I'm dedicating my life to helping people Hey, if you're feeling for people who feel sad and angry, I just want to help them learn how to feel joy and kindness and love as well. Because for me, who dealt with depression my whole life, I got tired of feeling sad all the time. (laughs) I reached the point where I was sick of it. I was like, I can't take this anymore. I can't take this feeling sad all the time. And then I got into personal development and I just found ways to trigger more love and joy in my life. And I felt better (laughs) so but anyway yeah nonviolent communication really appealed to me because you feel empathy towards everybody always now if someone stubs their toe i feel empathy that sucks that they stub their toe now if someone is on the front lines dealing with coronavirus as a grocery store person or as a nurse or a doctor i'm gonna feel empathy for them too uh, because that's tough, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna, and empathy is vast. I can feel, and I'm not comparing one to the other. I don't believe in the oppression Olympics necessarily. But where, oh, I, I don't know. I just believe that empathy is vast. So I'm gonna feel empathy for anyone who stubs their toe. I'm also gonna feel empathy for anyone who's on the front lines for COVID-19 or, you know what I mean? Or a broken heart is a broken heart is a broken heart. I'm gonna feel empathy towards anyone who has a broken heart because that's, that's tough. That's hard. Um, but anyway, so I like the idea of championing empathy. And I just want to say uh, that, uh, y- you know, empathy doesn't mean you're a pushover. Uh, you can empathize with someone's pain while setting boundaries. 
you can empathize with someone's pain while uh, breaking up with them if that's what you got to do. Um, uh, you can empathize with someone's pain while, I don't know, pressing chargers or doing what you got to do uh, as far as anyone who's in a tough situation. Um, but so so empathy doesn't mean you're letting people get away with stuff. It just means you're empathizing with their pain. Because, um, yeah, I uh, yes. So step one of why I like nonviolent communication is it's a great way to understand and express your emotions. Uh, the second reason I like nonviolent, nonviolent communication is because it really works for me. And um, I have a lot of acquaintances, so I don't, I'm, I don't think I'd use it on too many of my acquaintances because, like, they're my acquaintances. But on my dear friends, my soulmate friends, the people I'm going to be friends with forever, um, yeah, I would, I'm going to use nonviolent communication on the people I love and care about because I'm invested and I want to be friends with them forever. And uh, nonviolent communication really works. And the other thing I like about it is that – if oh sometimes you know i read a book or i see a youtube clip or i watch a movie or something sometimes you know sadness or anger will get triggered and i just want to understand why i'm feeling it so i'll just use it on myself oh when i saw that clip i felt anger because i really value uh saving the planet or whatever so i request that i do what i can to make the world a better place and sometimes i use it on myself i'm using again very arbitrary examples but sometimes i use it on myself just because it really really helps like for me to just understand what i'm feeling and why i'm feeling on feeling it so that i can kind of move on to um because I don't want to feel sad and angry all the time. That's not something I want to feel like I did in my 20s. Um, so I, I, a lot of times I allow myself to feel sadness or anger and I'm totally fine with that. And, you know, like this this whole COVID-19 thing, which totally sucks, I know a part of me has is feeling sad over it, which totally makes sense. I know, like I've been journaling and I journal every day. So I know sometimes when I journal, I'll say, you know, I I felt sad today because this whole coronavirus thing. I, I feel sad about this. And and I, I can also write in my journal, and I had a really great day. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I, have, I have gratitude for the things in my life, which I do. Like, I have so much gratitude for the great things in my life. So I have gratitude. I also feel sad over all this COVID stuff because it, it's a bummer. But also, um, but I can also acknowledge that I'm okay. So... But anyway, so what I like about nonviolent communication is it does help people um, understand what they're feeling and and why they're feeling it. Um, okay, so step three on nonviolent communication is that it champions um, empathy, and I already talked about that a lot. But um, but but I, I love it. Yeah. So um, I I just think empathy empathy is the way to go. Uh, first though, empathize with yourself. Empathize with your own pain. Uh, empathize with your own suffering. Right. Make sure you're you're doing the self care thing so that you have the capacity to feel empathy towards other people's pain. Um, so yeah. So my three reasons why I like nonviolent communication. One, I find nonviolent nonviolent communication to be a great way to understand and express your emotions. Uh, nonviolent communication works for me at least. Um, I first heard of it when I was 24 and now I'm 37 and I've, I, I've been using it ever since. Uh, nonviolent communication uh, champions empathy. Could not agree with that more. Okay, so I do want to read these. Like These are my own Julie disclaimers, so here's the deal. Uh, okay, here's my disclaimer. I'm just going to read what I wrote on my blog. Um, and I, I, I already touched on this, but... 
Empathizing with someone's pain doesn't mean you condone hurtful behavior. Also, you can empathize with someone's pain while breaking up with them if you feel that's best. You can set healthy boundaries while showing empathy. Also, uh, nonviolent communication usually only works with safe people or people who champion empathy. A person could use nonviolent communication to manipulate someone. A person could make outlandish requests or call to actions. Uh, And I doubt that nonviolent communication would work on someone who has narcissistic disorder, etc., um, but non, nonviolent communication is an excellent, excellent way to communicate with safe people. Okay, so that's my disclaimer, and here's my Julie's happy ending. Okay, so I found that this is a great way for me to understand my emotions. When I feel sad or mad, I can use nonviolent communication to help understand what I'm feeling and why, why I'm feeling it. I think it's a great way to communicate when you need to com- communicate your emotions with someone you love. Okay, and now I'm going to quote Marshall Rosenberg, PhD. He's the creator of nonviolent communication. Okay, here we go. His first quote is, Every criticism, judgment, diagnosis, and expression of anger is the tragic expression of an unmet need. I, I couldn't agree with that more. I think most of the time, granted, I'm an arbitrary optimist. I think most of the time when people are angry or what have you, really they're just like, they just want somebody to love them, right? That's what we all want. And I don't even mean romantically, like for sure romantically, but just in general, we just want to know that we're loved. And for me, I'm spiritual. I believe in God. So I believe we're all very much, very much loved um, by God. And or the universe or whatever word you want to use, but I just think, um, yeah, uh, I, I agree with him. I'm going to read it one more time. Every criticism, judgment, diagnosis, and expression of anger is the tragic expression of an unmet need. I agree with that. That's Marshall Rosenberg. And now I'm going to quote him again. Um, okay, Marshall Rosenberg. What I want in my life is compassion, a flow between myself and others based on a mutual giving from the heart. Marshall B. Rosenberg. Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> okay, imagine you, okay, if you're feeling lonely right now, um, or et cetera, imagine you with a, a great group of friends. I want you to visualize this if you're feeling lonely. Imagine you with a great, great group of friends, and it's compassion flowing um, from each other's hearts. That's awesome. Imagine you with a romantic partner, a uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, fiance, etc., what have you, but imagine that's the kind of romantic relationship you could be in where mutual compassion is flowing between each other's hearts. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah, because I, I used to have friends, acquaintances, who were uh, mean. <laughs> I had bad taste in friends a long time ago. And I, I would visualize, I would visualize like kind, loving friends. And now that's, it's coming to pass, right? It's, I'm starting to get this like nice, kind, loving group, group of people that I'm friends with. And it's really nice. Okay. But all right. So, and then I'm just going to quote myself, but okay. Listen to me reader, uh, or listener, sorry, uh, but be good to yourself today. Um, you've been through enough already, so it's time to treat yourself well, whatever that is. Uh, and one of my favorite ways to treat myself is a really good cup of coffee or a really gr- good group, uh, excuse me, cup 
of tea. And if I can just chill, relax, and just enjoy the smell of a really good cup of tea, it's just one of my ways, small ways of just treating myself and being really good to myself. So please be good to yourself uh, today and just understanding like uh, you can want, I still believe you can have anything you want out of life. I'm an optimist. And you deserve to have a really great group of friends who empathize with your pain and who you can have real conversations with, the kind of conversations that where you can use nonviolent communication. And um, you, you're just, it's real emotional intimacy that you can have with a group of people who really love you and care about you. And so, um, so also, I know this is a podcast, but you can actually just Google nonviolent communication and you'll see, um, you can get more information about it. It's www.cnvc.org. Uh, that's the website for nonviolent communication. I'll say that one more time. It's www.cnvc.org. Okay. And I totally recommend you to check it out. If, if, if I've piqued your interest then totally check out this form of communication, I think it's amazing. Okay. And then uh, stick around, and I'm going to plug my website. All right, thank you so much, and uh, I'll, I'll talk to you all later. Okay, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, yes, I am Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And here's my call to action. Uh, if you could mosey on over to my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. Um, that's where you can check out the romantic comedy that I did uh, make called Geek Loves Punk. Um, it's available at my website. You can also see tons of uh, free content, blogs, YouTube videos, uh, quote cards, and also uh, uh, my biggest call to action is if you could join my email list. If you join my email list, you immediately get access to a PDF worksheet that I designed and, and you get access to a video that that explains how to use the worksheet. So uh, what I did was I created a worksheet that helps you cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. So um, I grew up in an abusive home as a child. And as an adult, I'm doing quite well. Uh, I studied personal development my whole life. Also watching tons of movies and reading tons of comics as a kid, that helped too. <laughs> but um, as, as an adult, I, I've uh, studied personal development. And so what I've done is I've put down five daily habits that I do every day that just help me feel really good and awesome and amazing. And that puts me in a place where I can go and follow my dreams. So I created this easy PDF that um, you can download and use yourself and follow the five daily habits that I do every day that help you um that help you feel good every day um so yeah if you could go join my email list that would be super amazing all right thank you so much for listening and i hope you're having the best day ever and hang in there things are things are weird right now with the coronavirus but i truly believe in my heart of hearts that everything's gonna be okay so just have faith that everything's gonna be okay Thank you so much. I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk, and God bless.